Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. I'm sure you are enjoying yourself, acting on the Word of God, living by faith, making sure the love of God is ruling your life because we're going home soon. Today I'd like to just thank God for our dear brother Anup. He's a great man that I've seen his life just being a blessing and uh, the heart he has and the way the family is responding to him. Praise God for such people. I believe you'll have a great time as he shares today and opens up the word. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Welcome you all in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Pastor, for this opportunity to uh, minister. Thank you, thank you, Jesus, for this time that we are living in. Hallelujah. So I believe that you're all having a good time thinking about the Word, keeping your mind wrapped around the Word. And Bible says, Great peace have they whose mind is stayed on Him or on His Word. And therefore we can expect great things. Hallelujah. They expect good stuff, nothing bad. Only good stuff. Hallelujah. So Jesus came so that we can receive the good. Hallelujah. Freely, not without struggle, without effort, but freely we can receive everything that he has purchased for. Hallelujah. I want to thank Brother John who is helping us with the translation. And uh, thank you, John, for being there faithfully every, every week. And uh, God bless you. <laughs> and I believe that you are receiving your reward. Hallelujah. So, uh, so let's, uh, you know, get into the word. And uh, let's, uh, I believe God, is, God will speak to you and, and uh, you know, this is, this is going to stir you up. Hallelujah. So let's open up our Bibles to the book of Hebrews, chapter 4 and verse 1 onwards. Hallelujah. If you've been listening the Wednesdays and our Sunday messages, you know, we have come to realize that there is not actually much, you know, that is left for us to do. There's hardly anything left for us to do. Jesus has finished it all. Hallelujah. So we're going to, uh, you know, speak from, uh, you know, that place. Hallelujah. So Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1, it says, Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should come, to, come short of it. Amen. Let's see if we can hear that in Canada, Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 1. Hallelujah. So it says, let us therefore fear. So there, there is that word fear there that is mentioned. Amen. That means you have to be in that reverential awe. And, and be cautious and be careful that you don't miss this. What does that miss? A promise of entering into His rest. Hallelujah. You know, when you say enter, it's not something that you go uh, near to it. Enter means you are in that place. You know, you are fully, you are fully entered into that place. Hallelujah. You are, you are there in that place. It's not like, you know, when you say when you have entered Bangalore... You, you're not at Hosur. Hallelujah. You are actually in, come into the city. You've come into that place. But here, the place that is talking about is a place of rest. So here's, there is a promise. That means it is, it is sworn. 
it has been uh, you have been qualified you have been fully qualified by heaven to be in this place and what is that place it is a place of rest <laughs> hallelujah amen so the, let us fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest any of you should seem to come short of it you know god will never push you and force you and bring you into that place of rest it is something you and i have to enter every day or i would say stay in that place every day amen so this verse begins by saying let us therefore so you know when you see that word therefore let's find out why is that verse therefore so that we can go back a little bit few more verses and if you read that we can find out why that verse is there so let's go to hebrews chapter the previous verse chapter 3 and let's read from verse 7 it says wherefore as the holy ghost says so who is saying the holy ghost is saying so we have to give you know the heed to this So, so you know it's so important to hear what God is speaking. Here, Bible clearly says, as the Holy Ghost is saying. So you need to give careful attention. Hallelujah! So it's, it'll be like you know, uh, marked like Jesus' words, marked in red. This also should be marked in red. Amen. It says here, you know, therefore, as the Holy Ghost says today. So today, God is speaking to you something. Hallelujah. So today if you will hear his voice harden not your hearts. And then verse 6 verse 8 says harden not your uh, hear his voice harden not your heart as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness when your fathers tempted me proved me and saw my works 40 years. Wherefore I was grieved with that generation and said they do always err in their heart and they have not known my ways so i swore in my wrath they shall not enter into my rest oh hallelujah so we can see chapter 4 verse 1 is coming from this these verses hallelujah and and brother john can we read from chapter 3 verse 7 to 11 in kannada also please adrinda pavitraatmaga helava prakara ನೀವು ಈ ಹೊತ್ತು ದೇವರ ಸ್ವರಕ್ಕೆ ಕಿವಿಕೊಟ್ಟರೆ ಪೂರ್ವ ಕಾಲದಲ್ಲಿ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಹಿರಿಯರು ದೇವರಿಗೆ ವಿರುದ್ಧವಾಗಿರುವುದಂತೆ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಹೃದಯಗಳನ್ನು ಕಠಿಣ ಮಾಡಿಕೊಳ್ಳಬೇಡಿ ಅಂದು ಅವರು ಮರುಭೂಮಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ದೇವರನ್ನು ಪರೀಕ್ಷಿಸಿದರು ನಾನು ಮರಳುಗಾಡಿನಲ್ಲಿ ನಲವತ್ತು ವರ್ಷಗಳ ಕಾಲ ಮಾಡಿದ್ದನ್ನು ನಿಮ್ಮ ಪೂರ್ವಿಕರು ನೋಡಿದ್ದರು ನನ್ನನ್ನು ನನ್ನ ತಾಳ್ಮೆಯನ್ನು ಪರೀಕ್ಷಿಸಿದರು ಆದ್ದರಿಂದ ಅವರು ನನ್ನ ಮೇಲೆ ಅವರ ಮೇಲೆ ನಾನು ಕೋಪಗೊಂಡಿದ್ದೆನು ಅವರ ಆಲೋಚನೆಗಳು ಯಾವಾಗಲೂ ತಪ್ಪಾಗಿವೆ ನನ್ನ ಮಾರ್ಗವು ಅವರ ಅರ್ಥ ಮಾಡಿಕೊಳ್ಳದೆ ಎಂದು ನಾನು ಹೇಳಿದನು ಆ ಜನರು ನನ್ನ ವಿಶ್ರಾಂತಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಎಂದಿಗೂ ಪ್ರವೇಶಿಸುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಎಂದು ನಾನು ಕೋಪಗೊಂಡು ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ಮಾಡಿದನು ಕೀರ್ತನೆ ಹಾಲೆಲ್ಲೂಯ ಇನ್ನು ವೆನ್ ಯು ರೀಡ್ ದೀಸ್ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ಯು ವಿಲ್ ಫೈಂಡ್ ಔಟ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಹೌ ದೇ ಟೆಂಪ್ಟೆಡ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಐ ಮೀನ್ ದೇ ಪ್ರೊವೋಕ್ಡ್ ಹಿಮ್ ದೇ ಗ್ರೀವ್ಡ್ ಹಿಮ್ ವಾವ್ ಹಾಲೆಲ್ಲೂಯ ಯು ನೋ ದಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಯು ನೋ ವಿ ಡೋಂಟ್ ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಇನ್ ರೈಟ್ you don't want to be in that place where you are grieving god where you are provoking him to anger and pestering him and irritating him and what was he talking about he was talking about a place where they didn't enter he said there is a place and he called that place rest he said because they were not entering in and and and, and that really bugged him <laughs> 
<laughs> that really grieved him. That really provoked him. Hallelujah. He said they, because they hardened their heart. They erred in their hearts. Hallelujah. And, and they were in unbelief. And because of all those things, they could not enter in. So what is that place of rest? You know, to them, God was talking about that place of rest, which was a physical place. A place that he has prepared for them, where he has done everything for them. And now he wants them to enter there. So let's go back into the Old Testament and see that, uh, you know, some uh, few pictures of that place that he has prepared. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 10 onwards. It says here, uh, and it shall be when the Lord your God shall brought you into the land which he swore unto your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac and to Jacob to give you great and goodly cities which you build not, and houses full of good things, which you fill not, wells digged, which you dig not, vineyards and olive trees, which you did not plant, when you have eaten and are full, then beware, lest you forget the Lord who brought you forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. You shall fear the Lord your God and serve him and shall swear by his name. Ooh, hallelujah. I mean, let's hear that in Canada also. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 10 to 12. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. So we can see here the place of rest that he was talking to them was actually a physical place, a physical place where there's divine provision, a place which he has prepared. Not they prepared, but which he has prepared. Where wells which he has already set for them. Wells, they don't have to go and dig the well, but it is already dug. They don't have to build the house, but it is already built. And they don't have to fill it with anything, but it is already filled with good things. Not bad things, good stuff. Hallelujah. And vineyards and oliveyards, which they did not plant, which is already planted and ready to give them the fruit. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So can you see that place of rest which he has prepared for them? Hallelujah. Is a finished place. A place that is completed. A, a finished work of God. And God is now telling them, go and enter in. And they say, no, we can't enter in. Hallelujah. They, they said, no, 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 no. How can we enter in? There is giants there. Hallelujah. There are strong walls there. Is that an info that God doesn't have? He has given you the highest info than all that. He said, this place is yours. Go and possess it. Hallelujah. So all that was required for them was to enter into that place. Hallelujah. Enter into that place. Oh, glory to God. Can you see 
where this is going to. This is a picture of the finished work of Christ. Hallelujah. Bible says the old is a shadow. Can you see in the shadow, if there is physical blessings, <laughs> how much more in the real? It will not be a reduction. It is always a higher. So there is, there is the, uh, the physical blessing, then all the spiritual blessing, the new birth, the Holy Ghost, the inheritance, the rapture. All that is your inheritance. And it is all that is something which God has already finished it for you. It's not something that you labor for. Healing is not something that you labor for. Hallelujah. Prosperity is not something that you labor for. It is a place of rest that you enter in. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Let's go back to the book of Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 3 says, For we which have believed. See, for we which have believed do enter into rest. As he said, as I sworn in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. Although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. So how do you enter? We who have believed have entered. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, you know, whenever you say I believe, it means you possess something. You've got it. It's not that you're going to get it. So when you say I believe, you're saying I have entered. I am in this place of rest. Hallelujah. Brother John, can we hear Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 3 also in Kannada, please? Hallelujah. And because they didn't believe, they could not enter. Because they didn't believe, they could not enter. So if you don't believe, you also won't enter. You also won't enjoy the benefits of what Christ has finished for you. Hallelujah. So when you believe, you entered. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are in that place. You are in that place where God has finished it for you. Where God has completed that work for you. Hallelujah. Where you, you, you are there to be full and where you are there to enjoy. You know, the place of rest is a place of enjoyment. It's not a place of stress. It is not a place of struggle. And you enter into this place by faith. By believing what he has done. By believing and accepting that Jesus has finished it. So we who have believed have entered. Hallelujah. You know salvation is not something that you're working for right now. You believed. You've called on his name. Hallelujah, and you have entered. <laughs> Hallelujah, you are saved. You have received what he has paid for. Hallelujah, sometimes we do that only with salvation. The other areas of life, we think I need to do something more. I need to help God here. You don't need to do that. You have to let God be God. Hallelujah, he is the giver, he is the blesser, and you are the receiver. Hallelujah, you are here to receive from him. The more you receive, the more you can give. The more you can receive from this place of rest, the more you can give liberally. 
Because you understood it is not based on you, but it is based on His finished work. And all that you required for you is to stay in this place of rest. And when you stay in this place of rest, what He has finished for you will begin to manifest in your life. Whatever He has accomplished and finished it for you, you will begin to experience it in your body, in your finances, in your marriage, in the work of your hands, in any area. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Let's, let's back up another verse and read verse 2. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 says, For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. And, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Brother John, can we hear verse 2 also in Canada, please? Hallelujah. It says the word that was preached did not profit them. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, the word comes for our profit. The God, God has sent His word so for, and, and it will accomplish the purpose for which it is sent. The word always comes for, for our benefit, for our profit, for our increase, for our healing, for our deliverance. Hallelujah. The word always comes for our profit. Hallelujah. But Bible says they did not profit from the word that came to them because they did not believe. Because they or they did not mix something with that word that they heard. They did not mix faith with the word that they heard. So if they did not mix faith with the word that they heard. And, and because of that they did not profit. Neither will we profit if we don't mix faith with the word that we are hearing right now. Hallelujah. Amen. But when you mix faith with what you are hearing. You enter. You enter into a place where you don't labor, where you don't, you, where you don't stress, where you don't strive, where you don't toil. But you enter into a place where He has accomplished it for you. And because you are in that place, what is finished will begin to manifest in your life. So your place of rest is a place of manifestation. Hallelujah. It, so... Praise God. Hallelujah. So here Bible says again, For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. Oh my God. Hallelujah. So when it, if it says the gospel was preached to us, we understand. But it says here, it was to us and to them that the gospel was preached. The good news was preached. Hallelujah. So let's go back to the book of Galatians and see that gospel that was preached to them and to us. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 8 onwards it says, And the scripture foreseen. <laughs> Who is saying? The scripture. Oh, hallelujah. The scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith. We were heathens, but thank God now we are justified in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. By His grace, we are, by, we are justified. We are sanctified. Hallelujah. But here it says, the scripture seeing that you and I, the heathen, were 
we're going to be justified by faith. Then he continues to say, preached before the gospel unto Abraham. Wow. This is not talking about now. This is talking about the time with Abraham. He says the, God, the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith or the heathen by faith preached the gospel to Abraham. What did it say? The gospel saying, what did it say? In you shall all nations be blessed. And they, so then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Glory to God. So what was the gospel that was preached? In you shall all nations be blessed. (laughs) Hallelujah. Not going to be blessed. So the gospel, this is the gospel that was preached to them. Abraham, you are blessed. And through you, nations are blessed. Through you, the families of the earth are blessed. Hallelujah. This was the message that they heard. That they are blessed. That they are healed. That God has finished it for them. Hallelujah. Let's hear the same verse in in Galatians chapter 3, verse 8 and 9 in Canada also. Hallelujah. You know, God always talks like this. He spoke to Abraham, I have made you a father of many nations. Hallelujah. So he has done it. He has finished it. He has prepared a table for you in the midst of your challenges. Hallelujah. The table is set for you. The healing is provided for you. The cup of blessing is set there. Hallelujah. So what do you do? You believe. When you believe, you are partaking of that bread of healing. When you believe, you are partaking of that cup of blessing where you have accepted that God has set it in front of you. Hallelujah. So the, this is the gospel. Hallelujah. If you, if you go back and look in the book of Acts and read chapter 14, you will see where Paul and Barnabas was preaching the gospel in a place called Lystra. And their Bible says that there was a man who was crippled from his mother's womb who was sitting there and listening to the gospel that was being preached. And Paul perceiving in his heart that this man had faith to be healed. Paul perceived something in his heart. What did he perceive? He perceived this man who is listening to the gospel that is coming out of his mouth had faith to be healed. He had faith to be healed. How did that man get faith to be healed? From the gospel. So the gospel he would have preached was, Jesus took your sickness. Jesus bore your infirmities. By his stripes you are already healed. See, faith is a confidence. It's an assurity. It's being so convinced that what God has said is so true in your life. So this man received, Bible says Paul perceived, this man had faith and conviction and surety that he is healed. Where did he get it from? From the gospel. This is the gospel. You are blessed. You are healed. Don't try to be rich. You are already rich. 
You are free. You are delivered. Hallelujah. The price is already paid. Jesus has finished it all. That is the gospel. You don't have to pray for your sins. You, uh, the righteousness has been given to you freely. All you needed was to enter in. All you needed was to believe and you have received. When you believe, you have entered. When you believe, you have become the righteousness of God. When you believe, you are rich. When you believe, you are in that place of health. When you believe, God has brought to you, brought you into a wealthy place. A place of abundance, refreshment and open air. When you believe, He has brought you into a place of divine provision. Hallelujah. I believe you're getting something. Hallelujah. Are you mixing faith in what you're hearing right now? Hallelujah. And when, if you're mixing faith, you have entered. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's, uh, you know, let's, let's continue to read, uh, you know, verse 4 of Hebrews chapter 4. He says, for he spoke in a certain day on the seventh day on this wise, and God rest, God did rest the seventh day from all his works. John, can we read verse 4 also, please? Hallelujah. So here it says about God, uh, talking about uh, about here talking about God resting on the seventh day. So this is taking us back to the book of Genesis and on chapter two of the beginning verses. If you read it, Bible says God ended His work. God ended it. Hallelujah. And verse two says Genesis two. It says on the seventh day God ended His work. That means He finished it. There is nothing more to do. He completed it. He finished it. Hallelujah. He finished it. And then he says, uh, God entered his work which he had made and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. So this is bringing us to that picture in the book of Genesis. You know, it's always awesome to spend time reading the first three chapters of Genesis. Hallelujah. You will get a Lord. Amen. You can see the perfect picture there. Hallelujah. So you can see that God rested from all his labors. Six days he worked, and on the seventh day he finished it. And God rested not because he's tired. Hallelujah. Bible says he, he doesn't grow weary, he doesn't faint, he doesn't sleep, he doesn't slumber. He's the mighty God, he's the source of all power. Hallelujah. So we can actually go in the strength of the Lord. Hallelujah. So Bible says here he rested because he ended it, he finished his work. There's nothing more to be done. There's nothing more to be done for him there. He, he has ended it. He finished it. Can you imagine God has brought Adam into that finished work? Adam had uh, certain work responsibilities and too, but it was not a stressful work. It was a, it was a place that he was supposed to operate like God from that place of rest. Today, God has brought us into that place of rest. Hallelujah. In Christ Jesus. Where he finished everything. Everything concerning every area of your life. Concerning uh, godliness and life. He has finished it. His divine power has given us everything. 
by his divine power. So, so we need to put faith in the operation of God. In the finished work of God. Hallelujah. So, uh, so man is not designed to operate in any other place except from the place of rest. Hallelujah. So God rested because he finished it. And today Jesus, after he finished everything, what he, what he, where is he right now? He's seated. You know, sit, seat, sitting is a place of rest. Is <laughs> a place of accomplishment where you have finished it all. Hallelujah. Now join with Jesus and sit with him. Enjoy the rest that God has purchased for you. Hallelujah. Enter into that place. How do you enter? By believing it. Don't be like the like, like how in Hebrews chapter 3 and 4 where God was, you know, grieved with them. You know, he was angry with them. You know, when, when we fail to receive what he has finished for us. And instead of, uh, instead of receiving and you are trying to labor for that. You know, it really irritates God. <laughs> it grieves him. You provoke him. Amen. You know, he has finished the healing for you. And he has, he, he, he has, he said, by my stripes, I have, I have healed you. And look at my back. These stripes are the proof of your healing. When he has done that for you. And then you are praying, you are confessing and you're believing God to get healed. It irritates him. It grieves him. You are trying to get healed. You're trying to get blessed. You're trying to, uh, you know, uh, get rich. When he has already made you rich. When he has already healed you. Instead of uh, uh, receiving his finished work. And resting in it. You try to make it happen. You try to do things on your own. Hallelujah. You're saying, you know, I I don't believe he has finished it. I need to do something about this. I, I need to do something to put. To put food on my uh, food on the table. I need to do something. That's the same thing that they did. Unbelief. What unbelief? The unbelief of not accepting that he has finished it. The unbelief of not believing that he has finished it all for you. Hallelujah. Let's read that verse again. Hebrews chapter. For, and he says, and for he spoke in a certain place on the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his work. Hallelujah. Amen. So here he talks about a certain place. Amen. He's talking about something in the Old, Old Testament. You know, so let's go to the book of uh, Exodus chapter 20. And, and this particular place is talking about the Ten Commandments. So, you know, if you have been attending foundational classes, you will, you, and, and especially the first doctrine, you know, you, you will be, you know, spending time in Hebrews 8, 9, 10, you know, quite a bit. Hallelujah. And by the end of that, you will realize one thing. Everything in the old was a shadow. <laughs> Amen. It was a shadow of the real. Amen. So here we can see what we're going to read here is also a shadow. Amen. So here it says, verse 8, it says, Remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. Six days you shall, uh, shall thou labor and do all your work. And, but, on the seven, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall not do any work. Amen. You shall nor your son, nor your daughters, your manservants or maidservants, nor your cattle, 
nor your stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day, wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Hallelujah. You know, very interesting portion of scripture. You can take it and go into one tangent. Amen. Hallelujah. But here God is instituting and showing a day. And so you must remember this institution is a shadow of something that is real. This is not the real. This is a shadow. This is a shadow. Amen. So if I, if I uh, you know, come to my house and, uh, you know, there is this bright day and my shadow is there and my, you know, family comes and start, uh, you know, talking and, and, and spending time with the shadow, I won't be so happy when I'm standing there. Amen. Hallelujah. So this is not, so this is not the real. This is just a shadow which shows the real. So we should be spending time at the real. Hallelujah. So here it says, uh, uh, Brother John, can we read Exodus chapter 20, uh, verse 11 maybe? Yeah, just verse 11. Hallelujah. So in the Old Testament, they missed it and put emphasis on a day. Hallelujah. And they get so mean and hard for about a day, which is actually a shadow of the body that is going to come. So there is a body that was producing the shadow. <laughs> Hallelujah. So let's see that in the book of Colossians chapter 2 and verse uh, 16 and 17. It says, Colossians 2, 16 and 17, it says, Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink, or in respect of a holy day, or of the new moon, or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So we'll read that also in Canada. So the body produced that shadow. What body? The, the body of Jesus. Hallelujah. So what was that Sabbath? It was a shadow of the real, which is Jesus. So Jesus is your Sabbath. Jesus is your rest. He is your source. He is the one who has finished it all for you. Hallelujah. So he was talking about that, that time when, when Jesus will finish everything and you can enter into that place where you don't labor. Your children don't have to labor. Everything concerning you don't have to labor. But you can enter into that place of rest in that finished work of Jesus and he will manifest that finished work in your life when you enter in. Hallelujah. So let's read Colossians chapter uh, 2 verse 16 and 17 in Canada also. Hallelujah. So let's go back to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 5. I believe you are uh, hearing something from heaven. Hallelujah. And I, I believe that the word is setting you free. 
Hallelujah. The word is helping you when you mix faith with what you're hearing and you are actually relaxing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. You know, you, your place of rest is a place of power. Hallelujah. Your place of rest is a place that comes before the place of manifestation. See, if, if you read the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6, you know, we, we keep going over that scripture again. Bible says you are raised with Jesus. Hallelujah. And made to sit together with him. Hallelujah. So, you know, that sitting with Jesus determines everything. It's, how, it's when how well you sit, how well and good you're sitting is going to determine how well you're going to stand in your challenges. How well you're sitting is going to determine how well you're going to stand, how well you're going to walk, how well you're going to live. So Christianity begins by sitting down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. You know, when you have babies, you know, the, the, the time that they sit is very important. Because, you know, when, when they sit, you know, that's the balance and everything. You know, it, it is, it's important to observe that. Okay, they are doing well in their sitting. Hallelujah. It's when they sit well that when they stand up, then they uh, walk. So the, the sitting is so important to the standing and the walking. So it's how well you sit on that throne or sit on that finished work of Jesus determines how well you're standing in your challenges. Determines how well you are walking this Christian life or life of faith. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So, you know, this, this is a, hallelujah. Can you imagine you don't have to do anything? It's already been finished. Hallelujah. Let's continue to read Hebrews chapter 4. Uh, we will read from verse 5 again. And it says, And in this place, if they shall enter into my rest. So it is his rest. It's not something that you, uh, uh, you know, set up and you're entering in. It's not like that man who got a great harvest. Suddenly he said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pull down my, uh, you know, my, my barns. I'm going to build greater barns. And I'm going to fill all up. And then I will tell my soul, rest. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the Bible calls him fool. Foolishness. Hallelujah. Don't trust in those things. Don't trust in those efforts. Hallelujah. Trust in the finished work of Jesus. Trust in what he has finished for you, completed for you, and then you enter into that place of rest. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so, so let's, let's read. Uh, so he says, so it is his rest. We're talking about what he has finished. Like, like in, the old, uh, in Deuteronomy 6, we read what he has prepared. What he has finished. Houses which he has set it ready for you. Already built for you. Filled with things which you did not fill. Filled for you. Wells that are already dug. Hallelujah. Lord, if in the shadow they could experience such physical wealth and riches and provision. Divine provision. Hallelujah. By the promise of God. How much more? How much more for us right now when this 
covenant is sealed in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Much more. Hallelujah. Much more. You know, you don't have to worry about the ungodly who's prospering. You don't have to think about, oh, he's taking about all the money. He's taking all the money. You don't have to worry about one, one bit about it because there is riches in the secret places that is set on the earth which no man has seen, which God has reserved it for you. Hallelujah. So that is not your, you know, worry or concern or anything, anything to panic and be concerned about. You're, you should be concerned about, am I in the place of rest? If you're in the place of rest, you're giving him pleasure. <laughs> you're giving him glory. Hallelujah. He, he, he just delights. He's just excited about when you receive what he has finished for you. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's continue to read. And verse 5. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest. Next verse says, seeing therefore. You have to see this. See, therefore, it remained that some must enter in, and they to him it was first preached, entered not in. Why? Because of unbelief. Unbelief. What kind of unbelief? They didn't believe that he has prepared it for them. They didn't believe that he has finished it. You know, there are many people today, believers, who, have, who believe that Jesus has not finished it all. They don't believe that, that healing is already paid for. They don't believe prosperity and the blessing is already paid for. Hallelujah. That you don't have to work for it. You don't have to earn it. It has been already purchased for you. It has already been finished for you. And when you don't believe, that's unbelief. When you don't accept that, that's unbelief. And they could not enter in because of that. Hallelujah. They were saying, no, we are not able to possess it. They are mightier than I. How they can just swallow. We are like grasshoppers in their sight. What info is that? Who gave you that? God already gave you the correct info. Hallelujah. God already told you, I finished it all, man. Rest in what I have done. And you can experience what I finished for you. Can you see how far people have gone away from this simple truth? So what is the gospel? He has finished it. Not that you are a sinner. Uh, you know, it is actually righteousness is yours. You have been forgiven. It's finished. You don't have to struggle. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Let's continue to read verse 7. It's so, so verse 7 it says, Again he limited a certain day saying in David, Today after so long a time, as it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. You have to be careful. You cannot harden your hearts because of the delay, because of waiting. That's not your business. Your business is each day, one day at a time. You make sure you are staying in the place of rest. That you are not making confessions. You are not making prayers to get something. But your prayers, your confessions, your giving, your communion, everything you know, helps you to maintain your place of rest. Hallelujah. So, so Bible says when you take communion, you know, you know, examine your... What is the examination? Examine 
whether you are staying in this place of rest. Hallelujah. You know, all of us face challenges, pressures, this, that and the other. And, and we go out of this place of rest and that's when we get into trouble. <laughs> Every trouble that you got into is because you came out of this place of rest and tried to make it happen. But thank God, hallelujah, glory to God, that you can just finish, you can enter into that finished work of Jesus and enjoy whatever He has purchased for you. Let's continue to read. Hallelujah. And, and verse 8 says, So don't harden your hearts. Instead, what you do, you have to believe that He has finished it all and that you can receive because He finished it. You have to believe that you can receive freely and without struggle, without effort, freely because He finished it. Because He completed it. Hallelujah. And verse, uh, verse 8 it says, For if Jesus, that, that is actually Joshua, had given them rest, then He would not have uh, uh, afterwards have spoken of another day. So, you know, maybe another time we can talk about Joshua. But if you go and read the first uh, chapter of Joshua, you will see how God is telling him after the death of Moses that he said, be strong, be courageous. You're going to take these people and give that, uh, make them to enter into that place of rest. So if you keep reading that thing down, that's what he did. And he tells the people, yeah, enter into this place of rest and enjoy it. So your place of rest is the place of enjoyment. That's why in Deuteronomy 6 says, when you, when you enjoy these things, don't forget how you got this. It's not by your effort, not by your power. These things have happened. But it is because the Lord, because of the Lord <laughs> who has finished it for you. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Let's continue to read verse 9. It says, There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. That's the Sabbath. Where you don't work. Where you don't labor. Where you rest in His finished work. Hallelujah. So, there, so rest means you're stopping all the work and you're entering into a final resting place. You stopped all your you stopped all your labor, and you've entered into a final resting place, a finished place of rest. Hallelujah! So here it says, and verse ten says, "For he that is entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works, as God did from his." Hallelujah! Uh, Brother John, can we read Hebrews chapter four, verse nine and ten in Canada, please? Hallelujah. He says, For he that is entered into his rest, not our rest, not what we have done, not trusting in what we have uh, trying to accomplish, but we who have entered into what he has finished, what he has finished, what he has completed, what he has settled for us forever in Christ Jesus, we who have entered into his rest, Bible says, we also have ceased. From what? From our own works as God did from his. That means I cease from my own works, 
my own performance, my own self-effort. Hallelujah. We, we, I'm ceasing from all that and, and say, I, I don't need to do all those things. I who have entered into his place of rest, I have accepted that he has done it. I've accepted that he has finished it completely. So, so my fasting is not to get God to do something. My praising is not to get God to do something. My praising is because of a celebration of the rest that I'm enjoying. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. So I'm praising because of celebration and not out of desperation. Hallelujah. My giving is because I've accepted and I'm enjoying this place that he has finished it for me. And I realize that I am so blessed and I'm a blessing to the families of the earth. That makes me to act in a way where I give. Hallelujah. Can you see that you can give to get God to do something or you can give because you're rich? Because you have accepted that you are rich. And that's what rich people do. Hallelujah. Because, uh, because I'm so full with this. It moves me. Hallelujah. And uh, it moves me to put my trust completely and recklessly on him. And I don't put my trust in money. I don't put my trust in riches. But I put my trust in him. Who has given me the rest. And he will give me richly all things to enjoy. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So he that is entered into his rest has ceased from his own works as God did from his. You know, religion always says that you have to do something. You see, that is when you move from grace into works. But you don't accept what Christ has done. You know, what, what, is, what are we talking about? This is the grace of God. This is the unmerited favor of God. It's not based on what you deserved. It's not based on what you worked for. It is not based on what, this, that or the other. But it is based on what Christ has finished for us. Hallelujah. So he has finished it all. And now he's wanting us. He's wanting us to accept what he has done. And acknowledge the things that he has accomplished for us. And rest in what he has done. Hallelujah. That's why in Philemon, you know, chapter 1, verse 6 says that the communication of your faith might become effectual by the acknowledging. Acknowledging of what? Of every good thing which is in you in Christ. Oh, glory to God. What is that good thing? That is the gospel. Hallelujah. That is the good news. Hallelujah. But you have to accept that. You need to accept that he has finished it. And you need to accept that you've got it. He has given it to you and you've entered. And when you believe you've entered into that place. You've entered into that promised land. Hallelujah. You've got it. You've made it. Oh, glory to God. You got the lottery. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so when you do that manifestation you're in position for manifestation of what he has finished what he has finished will manifest in your life when you rest in what he has finished oh glory to god amen oh thank you jesus i believe you're getting something 
Amen. Hallelujah. And let's now go to the next verse. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 11. He says, let us labor therefore to enter into that rest. Not any other rest. This rest where he finished it. Where he completed it. Where he accomplishes. Let us labor to enter into that rest. Lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Brother John, can we uh, hear verse 11 also in Kannada please? Hallelujah. You know, the, there is a word that is used here. It's called labor. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let us labor. So there is a labor for you and me which Jesus has left for us to do. This is the only labor that is left for us to do. He finished everything else. Every area of your life, he finished it. He, he completed it and he has made it to the full. Perfect. Hallelujah. If it is not perfect, he wouldn't have gone. But he finished it and he sat down. He sat down. Hallelujah. And now he has left one labor for us. And that is this labor of entering into his rest. Or we can call that as a labor of faith or a work of faith. There is labor. So uh, being in rest is not inactive. You, you, it's not like, okay, Jesus finished it. Now let me go and sleep. <laughs> Hallelujah. Soon you will find that you have fallen from that place. Hallelujah. So it is not a place where you are inactive. Hallelujah. But it is a place that where you are very diligent. But you are active. You are faithful. On some things. Amen. So you know. I, I look. I look. I was looking about this word labor. And it means. It means to do something. With eagerness. And with diligence. To do something with eagerness. And diligence. You are excited about it. I mean. The, there is a glow about you. When you are doing this. Hallelujah. And then it says. Uh, you know. It is the idea of acting responsibly. Quickly. And with attentiveness. Hallelujah. Amen. It is the opposite of a person who is lazily strolls with no passion or no desire. Hallelujah. It is a diligent person who is excited and energetic and putting his whole heart into that project or whatever that he has been given to him. What is the project here? The project of laboring to stay in that place of rest. Hallelujah. I don't have to prophesy or say anything to you. The after we preach this message, you know, there's going to be things that's coming at you to take you out of that place of rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's going to be things and pressure on you, on your finances or this or that or the other that will come on you to take you away from that place of rest. But you have to put in that labor, that diligence, that alertness, that attentiveness and commit yourself and say, no, I'm going to stay here. Jesus gave this to me. I'm going to stay in this place. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm not going to fall after that unbelief, that, that, that hardness of heart. I'm, going to, I'm not going to grieve God. I'm not going to bug Him. But I'm going to give Him pleasure by saying, irrespective of what I feel or see or whatever my senses or my emotions say, I believe that I have entered. <laughs> Hallelujah. I believe that I'm in the place of rest of His finished work. I am healed already. 
2,000 years ago. I am blessed. I am rich. Whatever I have done is prosperous. I see myself standing before him without fall, without, without stumbling. Hallelujah. So you need to get into this. That's the labor. Hallelujah. It's not the kind of labor that we think. Where you try to get things to work. But it is a labor to maintain your place of rest. Hallelujah. You maintain, so you're conf, you make confessions. So that you are, you are maintaining that place of rest. Hallelujah. You say I'm healed. The life of God is in me. The life of Christ is being manifested in my mortal body. I shall live to 120 years. What is that? It is what he has prepared for you. You are speaking it. You are acknowledging it. Hallelujah. So you maintain that place. You, maintain, you say my God has supplied. All my need. Remember what do you see? I see supply. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see that I am in this place of rest. Where he has supplied everything. We have supplied the houses. We have supplied the vineyards. We have supplied the wells. Whether it be oil or coal or whatever resources it is. The supply is here. You say, I'm, I'm in this place. We has already purchased for me. Hallelujah. And I have entered into this place. I confess that I have received. I have wells. I have strong cities. I have rich lands. I am blessed. All my needs are met. It's overflowing. I am a blessing to the families of the earth. I will shall lend. I will not borrow. I shall lend to nations. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. So you make your confessions to, uh, by, and, and to maintain your place of rest. Can you see that it is not just like a formula, but it is based out of a relationship that you have with God and with what He has done and with His Word. Hallelujah. Religion says you have to do this, 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 then it will be okay. But this is based on God. Based on what he has said. And based on believing what he has done. So you say, I trust you. I lean on you. See, that's the opposite of unbelief. But you say, I, I, I completely acknowledge what you have done. What you purchased for me. I lean on that. Nothing else. If that doesn't stand, you're finished. Like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Like that, you're leaning on what he has done, what he has finished, and you believe that there's nothing more that you need to do. All that you need to do is to maintain your place of rest. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. So here, so let us labor, therefore, to enter into that place of rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Brother John, can we read that again, verse 11, please? Hallelujah. Amen. So every work of faith that you do, every labor that you do, is so that you can stay in this place of rest. If you don't stay in this place of rest, you will try to make it happen. You will get into the place of work. And if you read Galatians chapter 3, you know, when you start to operate under the works, you're operating under a curse. Hallelujah. 
So that's not the place that God has prepared for us. God has prepared a wealthy place, a place of abundance, a place of refreshment and open air. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So let us, let us, let us press in. Let us put in that effort. Let us put in that labor so that we maintain this place of rest. We will stay in this place of rest. Hallelujah. And, and, and stay in faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, when you are doing this, you are actually letting God be God. You're letting God be true. You're letting God be the giver. You're letting God be the performer. Bible says in, a, in Romans chapter 4, talking about Abraham, Bible says Abraham was fully persuaded that what he has promised, he will do. That means he don't have to put an effort. He don't have to add anything to it. He said if he has said it, he will do it. So he is the performer. Hallelujah. He is the giver of every good and perfect gift. Hallelujah. And when you let God be God and receive what he has given and finished for you, it gives him pleasure. Hallelujah. When you receive what he has purchased for you, it gives him great joy. That's why Hebrews eleven six 6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. See that diligence there, that labor there, that work there. Hallelujah. So, And what do you have to believe? You have to believe that he has finished it. He has done it. He has given it to you. And when you do that, Bible says it pleases him. It excites him. Hallelujah. It just refreshes him. He said, oh, glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, he'll be so happy and excited because you have entered into that place by accepting and believing that he has finished it. Hallelujah. Brother John, can we read Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 in Canada also? Hallelujah. But instead when we fail to receive from him. Hallelujah. When when we in, in when he see when imagine that he has uh, 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 you know imagine you know a friend of mine you know has purchased a car for me. And, and I mean, that's the car which I really liked. Amen. And he's purchased it and got the car in my name, settled everything. It has brought it to his house. And he comes and tells me, uh, you know, I've got the car for you. The one that you desire. The one that you really, really wanted it. I purchased it for you and it is ready for you at home. Please come and collect it. So in, instead of me, I, I go around with prayer requests saying, I, I, need, I need a car. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I go to him and says, you know, please agree with me and pray with me so that I can get that car. Because I really need a car right now. My family needs that car and, and I, I need to do things with that car. What do you think he will be? He will be bugged. He said, man, I have purchased it for you. I have finished it for you. It is in your name. It is in my house. Come and take it. Hallelujah. That's how it is. Let's go to our father's house. <laughs> Hallelujah. And receive everything that he has purchased for. What he has finished. What he has completed. Let's go and rest in that. 
Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. And when I go and receive it, you know, my, my friend will get so excited. Hallelujah. How much more, how much more our father is so pleased and excited when we believe that we have received what he has purchased for us. Hallelujah. It excites him. Bible says it gives him pleasure. Hallelujah. It gives him so much excitement and pleasure. So stay in that place of rest. Enter into that place of rest. Labor to be in that place of rest. Hallelujah. Let everything that you do be from that place of rest. Like I said, you know, rest is not an inactivity. Imagine you need a job. Hallelujah. You enter into that place where he has already provided that provision for you. That doesn't mean that you go now sit and sleep for the job to show up. In that place of rest, you now go look for a job. Hallelujah. You believe that you got it. You've entered it. Hallelujah. So from that place of rest, you now give your offerings. You offer your tithes. Hallelujah. From that place of rest, you, you say, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. Not trying to get healed. You're already healed. Because this is a settled matter. Jesus finished it and sealed it in his blood. Hallelujah. The tokens of our redemption are forever at the throne of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So, you know, let's go to the book of John chapter 4 verse 7. See, when you receive from Jesus, Jesus gets so excited. Hallelujah. You know, Bible says, Jesus said, I didn't, I didn't come to be ministered to, but to be, but to minister. Means he said, I didn't come to be served, but I came to serve. Let God serve us. Let God be our provider. Let God be the healer. Let God be God. Hallelujah. And, and let us be the receiver. Hallelujah. You know, when you, can when you receive from Him, that's when you can overflow. <laughs> oh, let, let's see this here. John chapter 4, verse 7. It talks about, uh, you know, a, a woman at the well of, you know, Samaritan woman. And where Jesus was uh, thirsty and hungry. And He comes to the well and sits there. And, and there's this woman who comes uh, to draw the water. And uh, Jesus said, give me something to drink. Hallelujah. And John chapter 4 verse 8 it says, For the disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. And verse 9 says, and Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that you being a Jew ask drink of me, such uh, which am a woman of Samaria, for the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. So she gets into all this uh, you know, place. Hallelujah. But verse 10, Jesus gets her attention into the spirit. And Jesus answered and said unto her, If you knew the gift of God, if you knew the gift of God, hallelujah, so it's a gift. And who it is that saith you, give me to drink. You would have asked him, asked of him, and he would have given you living water. <laughs> hallelujah. He's, he's saying, if you know really who is talking to you, instead of, uh, you know, asking all this, you would have asked me. And he said, I would have given you water, the living water, which you will thirst no more. Hallelujah. 
Amen. And then as the conversation goes and, and, she, and she gets so excited, goes and brings the whole uh, you know, people with her. And while all this is going on, the disciples come back. Amen. And with the meat, with the food, and they are wanting to feed him. And he says in verse 31, he says, in the, meanwhile, in the meanwhile, his disciples prayed him, saying, Master, eat. Hallelujah. And Jesus said unto him, I have meat to eat that you know not of. Wow. Hallelujah. That means when you are receiving from him, when you are drawing from him, when you are receiving what he has finished for you and, and rest in that, it is like meat for him. Hallelujah. It is like food for him. It refreshes him and strengthens him. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. So when you receive from God, he is so excited. He is so, he is so overjoyed. He, he says, wow, they are receiving what I have finished for them. They are taking what I have purchased for them. What I have completed and settled for them, they are receiving from it. Hallelujah. And it just brings him joy. It brings him pleasure. So let God be God. Let God be the giver. Let God be your provider. Let God be your healer. Let God be God. Let God be God. And may we stay in our place of rest where we have received from him. Where we have entered into everything that he has purchased for us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Brother John, can you read uh, uh, John chapter 4, uh, verse 10, and then 31 and 32? Yeah. Thank you. Yes, Hallelujah. And now, uh, verse... And verse 32 also, yes. Hallelujah. So when you come to church, you know that you can, you come and you listen, you mix faith with what you're hearing and you rest in what he has finished and be full. And when you're full and overflowing and when you go out, you can overflow and give it to others. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. So don't try to stress out. Don't try to stay away from that place of rest. Come. Come. Hallelujah. Enter in. Hear, hear so that you can enter in. That's why it's so important for us to hear the right message. This is the message. He finished it. There is nothing more left for us to do. Except that labor of to enter into that place of rest. Except that work of faith. Hallelujah. So every work that I do now is now targeted like this. Hallelujah. So you, in these times, you have to be precise. Hallelujah. On what you're doing. So that you can have that result of what he has finished for. We don't have to do this, that, and the other. You know, uh, is, is there something that you are doing that is taking you away from that place of rest? 
Or is there an image that you've built up and because of maintaining that image, you're always out of rest? It's time to shoot that image down. Hallelujah. It's time to throw that away. What is important for you is to place, to be in that place of rest. So I don't have to look here and there, but I just need to focus on my resting. Is it a settled matter or am I trying to make it happen? If you're trying to make it happen, cease from that. Hallelujah. And, and, and so take communion and enter into that place. Be in that place. So when you take communion, you're actually saying, Lord, forgive me, Father. I've gone out. I was trying to make this and that and the other happen. But now I have returned. I've accepted what you've finished. I've entered. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I believe you got something today. Hallelujah. May you enjoy and relish and feast on the abundance of his house. Hallelujah. The, the plans that God has for us, the place that he has prepared for us is so good. Hallelujah. It is so wonderful. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So do whatever you need to do to maintain that place of rest. You may have to cut down on this. You may have to stop this. You may have to abound in this. Hallelujah. Whatever it is. Hallelujah. Ask God for wisdom so that you can handle and maintain this place of rest. And when you rest, you will see the manifestation of what you are resting in. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I believe you heard something. I believe that you are stirred up. I believe you are resting. And you've entered into that place of rest. And uh, maintain it. Stay in that place. And God is faithful. And God is excited. And God is so, so, so overjoyed. Because you have entered. Hallelujah. Thank you pastor for this time. Uh, hallelujah. So we're going to be seeing soon. We, we're believing God. That soon we'll be able to gather and, and meet in church. Hallelujah. Thank you. You are blessed. Hallelujah. I'm sure you had a good time. I know you were not disappointed. I know that you are brimming with joy. You are excited about what God is doing. Hallelujah. As the days are going, it's just getting better. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Well, we'll take a little time to just thank God for what he did in Christ, offering his son up for us. And we are planning to show it until the day we see him face to face. That is the reality of our faith. It's not a ritual. It's a meal where we get real close and acquainted with his benefits and do not forget his benefits. We call them to mind. We remember what he has done. So those elements help us to remember. And it doesn't involve an elaborate, you know, whatever. It's just your mind focusing on the simple truths of what he has done. Hallelujah. First Corinthians says in 10th chapter and verse 16, The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? We are members of the body of Christ and we need each other. 
So don't let anything uh, bridge a gap and, and separate us. You know, um, let us be in unity as much as we can. Forgive, be tender-hearted, it's all right. It's a little suffering on the flesh, but we belong to one body. Amen. And we just thank God for His shed blood, for that life. It's, it's not really just the blood, it's the life that it symbolizes. Is Jesus alive for us, praying for us today. Our great King, our beloved, our Savior, the one who gave us everything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We're so grateful. Thank you, Lord. You loved us when no one could love us. When we had nothing, when we were not appropriate in any way, that's when you loved us. We're grateful. And you gave us everything that you had. And today we just want to celebrate. You gave us your precious life. Your body was tortured for us. So that we would be healed. We would be free. We would live. We would receive all your benefits. We declare that we remember and do not forget your benefits. By your stripes we were healed. You became poor for us, that we through your poverty might be rich, or have a full supply, more than enough for every good work. Our emotions can be at peace, because we are reconciled by the offering of your own life. Thank you, Lord, that we have peace with God. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you have some bread nearby, you could just take it and join us. Some juice. Lord, we believe. We thank you today for what you have done. In Jesus' name. Thank you, precious Lord. Your blood speaks for us. Your mercy, your benefits. We receive in Jesus' name. All of it in Jesus' name. More than enough. Overflowing in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do take time to have communion at home so you can enjoy His benefits there so that you can just have the reality of what he paid for. He, he did it for us. He's a good God. If you'd like to give, now is a great opportunity. Expect, do not forget, God is a God of prosperity, abundance and overflow. In famine, he will deliver you. He will deliver you in six troubles. Yea, in seven. You will laugh at famine and pestilence. He's a good God. Those of you who are tithers and givers, we use this as a point of contact to release faith, Father God, the God who said, Here mortal men receive, but there he that lives forever receives. As your people give, may they receive in this world and in that life to come also. The blessing of the Lord that makes rich and adds no sorrow. Overflow in their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Thank you, team.
You are blessed.